hello, Sozo Ministries family, and to all of our friends around the world. I'm so thankful that you could join me today for this quick video. This year, following our 21-day New Year's fast, we felt like God was impressing on us as ministry leaders that this was going to be a year of unity for Sozo Ministries. And so we've taken that on as our theme for this year, unity. Uh, we're taking our theme verse from Psalm 133, which we'll come to in just a few minutes. But first of all, I wanted to let you know that we're going to kick off this year's pursuit of unity with what we are calling Unity Week. And it starts right now. Every day this week, I'm going to be coming to you with a quick video just like this one, um, explaining just a little bit about what God's showing me about unity for our ministry and how we should apply it to our daily lives. The reason I want to do a daily short video is for a couple of reasons. First of all, if I were to send you an hour-long video of me standing here teaching on unity, most of you would not be able to watch the whole video. You just wouldn't have time. You wouldn't have the data bundle. Secondly, if I sent you one hour-long video, you wouldn't have the adequate amount of time to listen to every point that the Lord is trying to speak, to think through it, pray about it, and to apply it. And so that's my goal with these videos. Each day when I send you these videos, I'm asking that you'll watch the video, that you'll listen to the scriptures, learn what it means for you, pray about it, and ask God how you can apply it to your life. The goal is that by next Sunday, when you join up with your local fellowship again, that everything can be different, that as you've grown and other people in your church body have grown, that the atmosphere will be different and we can pursue unity together as one ministry. So let's jump in. In today's video, I just want to introduce the idea of unity. First of all, what is unity? Well, I looked it up on dictionary.com and here's just a basic definition for what they said. Unity is the state of being one. It's a combination of individual parts merging together into one complete whole thing. It's being united or combined together to make one thing. It can also mean a oneness of mind or a oneness of feelings, especially among a number of people leading to harmony or agreement. So I know that's kind of broad, but when we talk about unity among Christians as the body of Christ, as I was praying to God about this, here's what I think it means. Unity is a group of individual people who become supernaturally connected in heart and mind through our faith in Jesus Christ. This connection brings us together and forms us into a supernatural community of faith who love, care for, and serve one another just as we love, care for, and serve ourselves. Grace is the foundation for this community. And as this unity grows among us and it spreads, then the kingdom of God is further established in the earth. That's powerful. So with that in mind, let's look at our theme scripture for this unity uh, week. Psalm 133. Now, Psalm 133 
only has three verses. So I'm going to read the whole passage, but then we're going to look at just a couple of parts. It says this, Behold, how good and pleasant it is when brothers dwell in unity. It is like the precious oil on the head, running down on the beard, on the beard of Aaron, running down on his collar of his robes. It is like the dew of Hermon, which falls on the mountains of Zion, for there the Lord has commanded the blessing, life forevermore. Now, personally, I love this whole psalm, and there's a lot that we could say about these symbols of Aaron and his beard and the oil. We're not going to get into all that. For our theme, we're taking all of verse 1 and the last half of verse 3. And when you put those together, here's what it says. Behold, how good and pleasant it is when brothers dwell in unity. For there the Lord has commanded the blessing. Life forevermore. <clears throat> so let's talk about this passage for, for just a minute. It tells us some important things about unity. First of all, it tells us that it's good when brothers live together in unity. That is, when people who are brothers and sisters in Christ can live together, loving one another, serving one another, and agreeing with one another through faith for the sake of Christ. But the obvious conclusion is if it's good when we dwell in unity, then it's bad when we're brothers, but we can't get along. When there's division, selfishness, and hatred among Christian brothers, God's purposes among the body are hindered. We're not capable of fulfilling his mission or demonstrating his love. That's why the devil loves to break fellowship and bring disunity. It makes us ineffective and fruitless. Secondly, our verse says that it's pleasant when brothers dwell in unity. Now, when I think about life, I think that's what we all hope for. We want a pleasant life. Nobody wants to live with constant struggle and overwhelming stress. And the fact is that when the body of Christ is loving and serving one another, just as Christ loved and served us, it takes every one of us up to another level. It takes us to that place where life is pleasant. It's enjoyable. That's what we want. But the same is also true of the negative. When we are disunified and we're living selfish lives all about me, divided and apart, it actually makes life more difficult for Christians. You see, the world already despises us. The world wants nothing to do with Christ or our faith. And so it's difficult enough to live for Christ in this world but it's way more difficult to try to live for Christ alone in this world, cut off from our brothers and sisters. However, when we're together, we're unified, the Bible tells us that this life can be pleasant because of that unity. Finally, the third thing that this passage tells us 
is that God has commanded a blessing on our lives. But that blessing only comes through unity. Now, I know that you want a blessed life. So do I. But do you realize that what this is saying is that you alone pursuing a private Christian faith, you sitting on your couch, reading your Bible, praying, but having nothing to do with the body of Christ, limits the blessing on your life. You cannot have God's fullest blessing and not be a part of the community of faith, not be walking in unity. The only way we see his complete blessing is when we're connected to other believers, when we're walking in unity, walking in mutual faith and love in the Christian community. What this means is that you have to be willing to know other people deeply, and you have to be willing to let them know you just as deeply. It means that you have to let love be the priority in your life. And love has to be more important than your gossip, than your success, than your status in your city, than what other people are going to think. Love has to be above every self-serving mentality. It means that you have to be willing to do the difficult work of working through disagreement to find a Christ-honoring solution to conflict. It also means submission not only to the Bible and to the Holy Spirit, but to a church family, to your brothers and sisters in Christ, as you work together seeking to raise one another up to become everything God desires you to be, and so that you can receive everything God desires to give you. The blessing we receive when we do this, the Bible says, is life evermore. I believe this is the same thing Jesus was talking about when he said, I came to give them life and life abundantly. He wants to give us abundant, pleasant, joyful life in him. But it's found when we walk in unity. So as we wrap up this first video, let me ask you a couple of questions to help you check your own heart. First of all, do you value the Christian community God has placed you in? Are you a member of a church family? Do you go beyond sitting in church to actually serving the church? Are you making friends within your church community? Are you taking advantage of discipleship opportunities to come together and raise one another up? Or do you set out all the extra things that happen? Is church just something you do on Sunday? Or is church somewhere you belong? Secondly, I want to ask this. Do you personally value unity? Now, I know everyone will say, yes, I value unity. But is your life showing that you really do? Maybe I could ask it like this. Do you have a reputation as a person who encourages others and builds them up? Or do you have a reputation as someone who breaks people down through the words you say and how you act? Are you making friends where people enjoy being around you? Or does conflict seem to follow you everywhere you go? Do you live your life by love? 
always pursuing reconciliation? Or do you allow hatred in your heart? And are you willing to give up relationships when they get difficult? See, these are difficult questions. But if we'll answer them honestly, it shows where our hearts are. What I encourage you to do is answer these questions for yourself. And then in the next few moments, before you get up from watching this video, spend some time in prayer. Lay these things out before God and tell Him, this is where my heart is. But I'm asking that you will do a work in me. Ask Him to build you up as a person who truly loves the community of faith and pursues unity in Christ. After you spend some time in prayer, if you still feel a struggle about unity, then I encourage you, reach out to your pastor or one of the other leaders in church and tell them, I want to pursue unity, but this is where my heart is. And maybe they can help guide you through some possible ways to begin making a change. And if nothing else, they can pray with you and love you, and that's a good first step toward unity. So let me pray for us today. Father God, we love you. And we thank you for what you're about to do in Sozo Ministries around the world as we dedicate ourselves to pursuing unity this week and through the rest of the year. And so Lord, now I pray for every person watching this video that as they open their hearts to you that you will speak to them, that you will guide them, and that you will give them a desire to love the body of Christ and live in agreement by faith for your sake. So Father, I pray for your blessing on every person watching. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you guys for joining with me today. I look forward to seeing you again on tomorrow's video where we're going to be discussing that our unity starts in Jesus Christ only and how God gives us the perfect example of what true unity looks like. Until I see you then, I hope God blesses you.